Ladies and gentlemen, this is RPT, Red Pill Tamales, the spiciest political podcast in the world. It's super spicy because, number one, you know, I used to kind of be, you know, it's kind of like Democrat by default, you know, until these pesky facts kept throwing off my worldview. But uh, this is RPT. We got DJ producer Big Rob in the building. What it do, everybody? Yo, was that your protein shake that we, uh, Marisol and I, opened up? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I How, told her. It had been there for a while. Yeah, yeah. I just brought it as like an extra and she used oh, it as it a coffee extra. creamer. Originally. Yeah, I put some in my, my yeah, coffee. It's good. I've had a ton of coffee already. And it's these sinuses and I'm like, it's like I'm just trying to just snap out. I'm just trying to wake up, but it's just the sinuses. Yeah, Chingo's, I mean, he's doing it for the fans, for the people you got here. For the fans. This is going to be a two-hour episode. It is. So yeah, we'll go ahead and say that from the jump. This is a two-hour last episode of the year special. Uh, our premium episodes will resume next week, but we want to give everybody a two-hour end-of-the-year special to kind of just recap, <clears throat> touch on stories that are... I mean, the news is always a little slow around Christmas, but there's always something to talk about. Well, you just had Twitter Files 9. Oh, yeah. Twitter fi- I mean, Twitter Files, I mean, you got some of Joe Breezy's tweets. There's plenty to talk about. And then uh, obviously just kind of you know talk about things that we want to do for the year. So we're going to you know cram it into a two-hour special. Yeah, yeah. Um, but real quick, why did you, I mean, is it just the sinuses? Cause when you got here, you looked like you had been struggling to, you well, know, it's been like a sleep. week last time. Well, it, lo- it looks like that cause the ojeras. Yeah. But like last week when, uh, the last batch of episodes we did, when I was like kind of high, mm-hmm. the reason, the reason I kept hitting the weed is because sometimes it really helps with like, just kind of like, um, some of the discomfort, like, I guess you could call it pain. Yeah. Like some, so you just feel like pain behind your eyes or something on this side of your head, and you hit the weed a little bit, and it's kind of like a little Advil. Mm. Like it, it hits some of the inflammation. Like you just pop the ibuprofen, but yeah. it's weed. Are you a big ibuprofen guy, or do you try to like power through stuff? Ibuprofen is is really good because it helps with inflammation. Yeah, I didn't know that. So even if you have one of those like dry, annoying, dry ass coughs, yeah, ibuprofen will actually help. Yeah, mm-hmm. the more you know, the uh, one is half the battle. That's from G.I. Joe. Something that's before your time. Knowing is after. It's from G.I. Joe. There's a lot of good shit back in the day, Rob. But you, you know, did. you were born right after all the good shit. You're absolutely right. I actually, I missed out on a lot of good stuff. Good music, good movies, good toys. Good culture, honestly, if I'm being awesome completely toys. honest. Awesome toys. Get, Dude, get, the hardcore Transformers, when them hoes were made out of metal, it's like, bro, there was one that was a boombox, and it would turn into a fucking robot, and then his chest stopped me when when I'm, when you like, or like, I don't know what you're talking about. The chest opens up, like the cassette. The cassette hops out. That bitch turns into like a uh No like way. a dog. Yeah. It was it, a real boombox you could use? Yes, sir, brother. Google it. Jamie, pull it up. <laughs> I'm gonna pull it up. Put on a boombox transformer. This boombox. is some of the shit from my childhood, bro. It was Nestle Quick, He Man, G.I. Joe, knowing is half the battle, reading Rainbow. Um Bruh, is this it right here? It was amazing. Hopefully, you could see it in action. Yes, with the yellow cassette. Yeah, the that's speakers dope. are the legs, bro. You got to watch it work. Like my cousin had one of these. Let me find the video for you. My cousin had one of these, and I was so jealous. You never got one? Hell no. I wish I had that one. But um, there was also what's the other one where the monitos would combine? Uh, Voltron. Voltron. And I had one of those. I found it somewhere. I think it was in our backyard randomly. But it was like a um, each limb of the Voltron was a tiger. Mm. Anyway, look at how the cassette opens up. And then that's a Transformer. Bro, I, you know like the movie Big with Tom Hanks? Yeah. Like, I wish I worked at the toy uh, marketing department when this shit was invented. Watch. Is that... he? Is he about... Wait. It plugs in and turns on? 
I didn't know it did all that. <laughs> I did not know. No. This is a different It's got to be a replica. Does it transform? Yeah, those are like the legs at the bottom. He's only using it as a player, though. Oh, oh that's this. dope, though. You got to see it in action, bro. They don't make that shit the same. Yes, well, yes, that's Lego. Transformers Lego new shit. It's like boo boo. Oh, it's gonna be hard to find. Never yeah. mind. All right, but still, I mean, that's pretty dope. Super fucking dope. Why do you think? Uh, I mean, I guess we can probably end up end up back around at American manufacturing, even though I don't know where this was made. But why do you think toys suck so much? Like the kids, honestly, the kids don't even like toys that much these days. Dude, my kids were literally playing with the box. <laughs> uh, Penny, she liked her gifts. She like Marisol even asked her too, like, which of your gifts were your favorite gifts? She's like. All of them. And she ran through it. She was like, I like my bow and arrow. I like my sword. Yeah. I like my the unicorn you ride on. The kids liked everything, but they didn't really get toys toys, if that makes sense. Like, because they're eight, you know, they got maybe like two toys and the rest of the stuff was like, they got video games and they got like clothes, which they love. And they got like, uh, like puzzles of sorts. Like, Weston got these things. They're called like, the company's called like True Genius or something like that. And they're like, some were metal and wooden toys from like forever ago, like ancient times where they took puzzles that they used to do in ancient times and made them into like modern toys. And you had to figure out how to like undo, like take the key out of the thing with only like the two pieces that you have oh, wow. and putting the pyramid from a pyramid to a circle and then like disassembling it and putting it back together to a sphere, stuff like that. And then what they have in Mexico back in the day, you had the fucking little trompo. The little trompo, you wrap the string around yeah. and you fing. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You yep. had the trompo or you could cut off the top of a Clorox bottle and make you a little uleta. Like put a balloon. What was your personal pass. favorite toy as a kid? Did you have uh, one? Do you remember? Yeah, that you, like, yeah, yeah. You, can you still had, see? like, for example, you had um, He Man. He'd have accessories, so it'd be like there was this one little tank-looking rhinoceros thing that He Man could ride on, and then the front part would come off, and it was almost like a little uh, jet ski. Mm. Um, he Man. He had his green, his green uh, striped tiger. He used to ride. He Man. Uh, you didn't, yeah, yeah, you didn't get into He-Man. I you, didn't. You, you, this boy, he... I mean, dude. He's from before the He-Man era. I'm before uh, something. G.I. Joe was a hard-ass cartoon. It wasn't really a thing when I was a kid. Yeah, you fucked up. What'd y'all have? Sponge? Y'all had uh, Power Rangers. I did have Power Rangers. We had, ooh, Ninja Turtles. I did have Ninja Turtles <laughs> for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were some cool little action figures. Yeah, Casey Jones. What's that? He was the hockey player um, Ninja Turtle guy. Mm. We had Bebop and Rocksteady. Those were the Rhino and the... Whatever oh, the, the hippo looking thing, like a, yeah, hippo? like a wild whore, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whore, whore. <laughs> whoa, wild boar, somebody thinking about the Playboy, fe- feral doc. whore. <clears throat> did y'all talk about the Playboy thing? Well, she did, yeah. She okay, met, yeah. I want to hear your perspective on it though. She, uh, I'd have to touch upon it briefly because we're about to get into politics. But basically, the last few episodes, I've been going on and on, like long-winded, trying to explain my case for how oftentimes when we fall into the temptations of like, um. Just, you know, sex is powerful. So if you fall, like, if, you know, if you fall into the temptations of like, oh, you just have a hankering for strip clubs, what could that lead to? You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, just whatever. Or you just want to be Mr. Uh, promiscuous and shit on the goddamn apps, on the dating apps. You want to see how many holes you could juggle. Hey. Um, you know, or even like the whole Playboy debacle. Basically, the documentary it showed the other side of from when you have someone like Hugh Hef who set up this whole empire where you had the Playboy clubs where, where men could gain status and feel a little bit of power where you, you're a key holder and you're able to attend 
these uh, Playboy clubs, you got all these Playboy bunnies tending to you and wait. They're like waitresses, basically. And, you know, the power dynamic of what's in it for the women. Why, why is there a waiting line? Like, why is like they could literally have a casting call? Why, why so many women were tripping over themselves to be a Playboy bunny and to be a waitress at the Playboy club? And what all came with it to where it was almost like, for example, I'll put it to you like this. Don Cornelius, the host of Soul Train, he literally went, he was like a key holder at the Playboy Club, right? Because they wanted celebrities there to keep this image up of like, young men, this is what you want, right? Mm -hmm. Like sex is powerful. These are beautiful women. This is playing into your, like your, uh, almost like your DNA. Right. So... So, for example, there was this experiment they did on this one particular bird a long time ago where they would play the sound that its little, uh, its uh, young would make when it was mm-hmm. time to feed them. So it was like this little click audio tape recording. And they would do this experiment where they would even put like stuffed animals of like just different things that didn't even look like the same species. Mm-hmm. So on the surface, it's like, how is this mama dodo bird going to think that it has to hurry up and feed this stuffed frog, like this fake green it's not even the same color like how is it it's the sound it's so ingrained so we have these cues right right so don't let somebody use tits and ass because it's just ingrained to be like oh my god i just want a mate and like uh healthy childbearing hips uh you know what i mean Where it's just like mammaries it can sustain youth like it can provide life to a family uh. and genetically as a young man, you got this testosterone and all this stuff. There's stuff going on in your body you don't even understand. You have these like social, there's this dynamic of power, how powerful is sex. So don't let, don't let somebody separate you from your money just because they bamboozle you with the fucking, they press play on the tape recorder yeah. and they played all the worlds and the sounds of the uh, TNA. What, do you remember, what is, is it Secrets <clears throat> of Playboy? Ah uh, man, because I'm seeing like an A and E presents. It's on Hulu. It's called Secrets. That might of be. It's like a series. And so yeah, I didn't finish telling you about Don Cornelius. No, no, no. So the host of Soul Train, probably a show that you were in diapers when it came out, right? Right. But this is a man that's on TV every weekend. So he, you know, he has access to the Playboy Bunny Club. He invites some of the chicks. He's like, "Hey, I'm gonna have a party at my house." Well, these are young Playboy bunnies. This is fucking Don Cornelius. This is like the dream. You're working at the Playboy Club and you're kicking it with these celebrities. So what does Don Cornelius do? He tied these hoes up in the house, didn't let them escape for about three days. And it was all kind of like wooden objects and things going on. You know what I'm saying? So finally he drops them off, drugged, beat up. They probably need to go to the doctor. But now the now at the Playboy Mansion, now they got to play cover up and PR because they don't want that shit getting out. So who... ¿Quién sufre, güey? ¿Quién son las víctimas? Like, now the Playboy bunnies can't go to the doctor, can't go to the police, can't tell nobody because you thought it was going to be cool to be young, pretty, and get you some attention and work for Hugh Hefner. What happened to Don Cornelius? Nothing. Nobody told... He was back at the club the next week. And this one, this is just one particular case. There was another case of two, a uh, couple dudes who were pretending to be key holders and they were pretending to be Hollywood film producers. So they go and lure these Playboy bunnies after they went to the club. They're like, hey, when y'all get off or whatever, don't go back to the dorm. Because they even had dorms for some of them that lived on campus. <clears throat> and um, they said, hey, we're going to be shooting some scenes for our movie. Why don't y'all come over? So they had, so like a big bunch of the girls, like I'll forget how many it was, nine or ten. 
end up they all end up getting drugged they end up basically being kidnapped and then they film them doing crazy shit so they said if you ever go to the authorities we got you on tape all your family all your friends everybody back home is gonna see you doing all this crazy shit because we taped y'all so they're fucking like drugged kidnapped all this type of stuff you know what i'm saying like this is the side you don't see from this industry of like, oh, Playboy, he was just trying to push the boundaries of sexual da-da-da. And he was trying to liberate women. And you got power between your legs and this and that. And it's a cool magazine. They show titties. They seen you know, you done got kidnapped by Don Cornelius. Let's see. I think this is a side of Playboy that nobody wants to talk about. It is. He was an advocate for sexual freedom and the First Amendment. And he really did believe he owned these women. There's some things that I never saw the light of day. I didn't realize that getting into the Playboy world was a dangerous choice. He didn't want people to know what was really going on. I have extensive electronic equipment in the house, which includes videotape equipment. Sometimes things happen in the bedroom. It was a beautiful world. It looked that way, but it was really ugly. When you get someone that powerful, anything could happen. Anything. I wouldn't trade places with anyone else in the world. His legacy should comprise the whole story. The people who are really there, they're the ones who know the real truth. It was almost like a watered-down Jeffrey Epstein out in the open. Mm. It was like a, what's his name? Um, The TV producer, the Me Too, the film guy. Harvey oh, Weinstein. Weinstein yeah. It was like Harvey Weinstein that everybody wanted to be. Mm-hmm. This was the acceptable, cool Harvey Weinstein because he had a cool logo. That was his brand. And, you know, sex is powerful. And I, we, we had them vintage Playboys. Yeah. Like we had them like, I don't know what they were supposed to be for. Like, in case we had like a lobby and people waiting. It's like vintage and cool and shit. We bought them in Nashville at some little shop I remember. Near, near Zany's. We're like, oh, these are vintage. It's cool. Man, it's kind of like a tabletop thing. And it's like, Fuck you, Hef. You know what I mean? Like this fucking perv. Like he looked up to, um, it was these people, we talked about them before. Uh, was it Cash and the other guy who who did these studies about sex and- John Money? I think it was, yeah. Like, yeah, John Money and them. They were like groundbreaking. It's like this sexual liberation. Yeah. We're, we're not Quakers anymore, bro. What are you, fucking Puritan? What are you, Pilgrim? You know what I mean? You're a little Bible thumper. You got to be free sexually. Stop being so old school. You got to be modern and progressive. And it's this it's this um, appealing allure of like, before I threw it away too, I threw them in the trash, but before I did, I, you know, I, my wife was there. I was like, first of all, fuck you have. I was like, look at all this filth, Florin. I'm like, look, look, at, look at this, how he got him right here bent over. Showing this and look at this one right here. Fuck you, half. And then I open up the next one. Look, look at this. <laughs> look at the fleas on Fluffy. Look at the honey on that biscuit. Real quick, we want to take time to shout out our sponsors. Shout out to uh, man. These this is family, bro. This these are the homies. Y'all know I still put out singles from time to time. I'm always complaining. I don't get in the studio enough. But when I do, and I want to release a hot track to all my listeners on. Apple Music, Spotify. I make sure I deal with my people. So South Music Distribution, you know, they handle all the digital. However, you can go on there and shop on their website. They got vinyl, some classic titles, and special releases and stuff like that. Follow them on Instagram, So South 
TX. If you're an artist and you need services like marketing, consulting, they do all that too. They make sure they get all your royalties, all your publishing in more markets. They even submit your music for like movies, television, commercials, and media. Go get some more info right now. Hit up the website, SoSouth.com and go stream my old catalog, all my old titles brought to you by SoSouth. Get on Spotify, go on Apple Music, SoSouth, make sure all my music is everywhere when you're looking for it. Much love. Back to the show. Look at look at all this filth. I, I threw it away. Proceeded to take them out of the garbage and put them in my backpack to take home <clears> from <throat> my office for decor. You can have me you want, dog. But um, <laughs> now, it was John Money and Alfred uh, Kinsey. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he looked up to them. Yeah, and they were in the uh, what is a woman documentary that Matt Walsh created, which I would highly suggest if you didn't watch it in 2022. It was one of the best docs that I watched in 2022. Which, by the way. Not on today's notes, but I saw, or might have been, it wasn't Juan. A friend of mine sent me a tweet that Matt Walsh retweeted where he was awarded, uh, I think it was Transphobe of the <laughs> Year by some publication. <laughs> Dude, what? Yeah. What's happening? They just, they like to hit people with labels of isms and phobias. So you're not, it's like, it's like uh, controlled speech. Like we're not allowed to have a Twitter where everybody from every side of the debate can have a say. Like, for example, lockdowns. What are the adverse effects? We can't have the cure be worse than the problem. Like, what are the long-term effects of the educational system and the kids? So, and retrasar más, and like, you know, how lonely are old people going to be? Like, you know, when you think back at the government lockdowns, bro, they literally, like, shut down your business and shut down the church, even, while people were allowed to be out there talking about summer love, fiery, mostly peaceful. And it's like, if y'all don't see there's a spiritual war, like, if y'all don't see it by now, bro, like, they purposely were happy going out of their way. They do not want you going to church. That was their main thing. Sorry, you can't go. Uh, Harris County, weren't they on some shit like that? Oh, yeah. I and mean, parks, everything. Yeah, Lena Hidalgo. She over there kicking it with Kamala and them. What is a county judge doing rubbing shoulders with the elite? In, well, she's uh, in a DC? Democratic darling. There aren't very many people that, that, that the left could say this, has, this person has the potential to be a leader in this caucus, right? In this group. And uh, for whatever reason, they saw her because she was, she was following suit. Whatever they asked her to do, whatever they asked her to say, she would say. She'd get in front of the camera. Terribly, by the way. She'd get on a microphone like this and just stutter and stammer her way through her speeches. Did, did you see when she was revealing that the first Omicron death happened here in Harris County? And it is dangerous. And that's why we have to shut down all the basketball nets and close the, 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 the merry-go-rounds y los columpios. And you can't go to church. All that, bro. Yep. It from a think tank here in Houston. Not from other officials. Not from other voted officials. It was just from a that's, group of people. That's how the science got put together. Yeah. And you couldn't tweet about it, even if you were a doctor. Dude, it's wild. But, well, as we get to some of today's stories, um, Brandon. Brandon's out there tweeting, you know, it's the last it's the last week of the year, and he's out there. Who knows who's writing this stuff? But, uh, you know, I thought I'd share him with you just to get your, your perspective on him. Here is one of them. The pandemic took so much from us. <laughs> but as tough as it's been, there are bright spots everywhere. Our kids are back in school. People are back to work. And if we keep doing our part and get vaccinated, COVID will no longer control our lives. We're making real progress. <laughs> Shut your motherfucking ass up. And look what's trending. Fauci files and ivermectin. <laughs> it's like, bitch, 
Ain't nobody, come on, bro. I don't know who falls for this shit. Like, a lot of folks would blend perfectly in North Korea, China, Russia, like countries with a lot of propaganda. I don't know if y'all have realized, and this really isn't up for debate, regardless of what side of the political aisle, when y'all gonna realize that you thought you lived in a free country, free of propaganda. Mm. Like, Imagine the propaganda that. is thick. thick. <laughs> you seen the Trump uh, picture? He's yeah. Like, it's like, how thick? And it's a picture of Trump like that. Thick. Thick. The fucking propaganda, bro. Say somewhere. Well, I mean, speaking of propaganda, what did you make of Zelensky coming in, you know, on the jet? He looked a little coked out. A little coked out, right? A little wheel, a little tweakish. A little coked out. Uh, in his, uh, what do you call it, I did, guess, military garb or Did whatever. you see his little speech? This is not an expense of your tax dollars. It is, it is an investment for our future. We will, we will use this money responsibly. Did you see that? I did not. Oh, my God. This dude is a fucking actor. Well, he is comedian. No, yeah, he's yeah. an actor, comedian. And he had to be persuasive. And... He, he, he's basically trying to be Winston Churchill in, in a green crew neck. That's what it is. The level, like the same way somebody pointed out, bro. Somebody pointed out how Lex Friedman be trying to make it seem like he was an MIT professor. And even his Twitter avatar is a chalkboard behind him with equations mm-hmm. and like him and standing in front of it. Mm-hmm. Almost like a very well thought out like propaganda, propaganda campaign. Yeah. Campaign, yeah. Of like, how do we make Zelensky... Look like he's a Winston Churchill in a green crew neck. And everybody's eating it up. Y'all keep sending billions and billions of your grandkids' money. Can I, uh, this is kind of a long clip, so stop me at any point. But there's a representative, uh, Chip Roy. He's out of the 21st district here in Texas. He's like uh, South Austin, down to San Marcos, down to like some San Antonio area. And he had a fire five minutes that he uh, had on the House floor. And I'm here, I'm going to play it for you as soon as I pull it up. From the old IG, slide it over to you there. My good friend from the great state of Texas, Chip Roy. Gentleman from Texas is recognized for five minutes. Thank the speaker. I thank the gentleman from Pennsylvania. And I can't help but be amused that the gentleman from Massachusetts says that we refuse to come to the table. As if the gentlelady who will soon be the chairwoman of appropriations, Ms. Granger, my colleague from Texas, doesn't want to sit at the table with colleagues on either side of the aisle to come to consensus about how to spend taxpayer dollars, or better stated, how to borrow money we don't have. As if that's actually true. What table is the gentleman referring to? What table does he want us to come sit down and negotiate? It's not this table. I don't have the power to offer an amendment on the floor of the House of Representatives, despite being elected by 750,000 Texans. I don't have the ability or the right to be able to stand up for them and have a debate on the floor of this chamber. Everything the American people is watching right now is a complete sham. It's a fraud. A fraud being perpetrated on the American people right before their eyes, right as we head into Christmas, sitting here on the 23rd of December, when 240, what, six years ago, those boys crossed the Delaware. We were dealing with Valley Forge, or the boys in 1944 sitting in foxholes in Bastogne over Christmas. And we had 18 Republicans who joined with Democrats in the Senate get on their fancy planes and go home. And we're sitting here trying to do the work of the people, not spend money we don't have, not drive up more inflation, 
not have 7,500 earmarks for $16 billion for pet leftist projects across this country. What you see here on the floor of the House of Representatives should make everybody ashamed. The People's House. Not one amendment has been offered on the floor of this body since May of 2016 in open debate. The gentleman from Massachusetts dares to impugn the character of the Appropriations Chairwoman Kay Granger and those Republicans he says won't sit at the table, when in fact what you see here is a 4,100-page bill cooked up by a handful of people behind closed doors, brought before the Rules Committee with no ability to offer an amendment, no ability to debate, no actual discussion on the people's house floor. And my colleagues on the other side of the aisle know it. And we're spending money we don't have. Go home and sell your projects. Go home and talk about all the pork you're bringing home. But you're destroying the United States of America. Absolutely destroying this body. The American people did not send us here to do that. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle know that. My colleagues on the other side of the aisle know full well that this body is broken, but do not care. The orgy is spending. Yeah. So I'm going to fast forward here to a little bit to the end because it's is kind of a long route. $45 billion dollars to Ukraine. Well, that's the main part. Have we had a full debate on Ukraine? Or did we take $45 billion of funding for Ukraine, package it on a $1.7 trillion bill, invite the president of Ukraine to address this body for theatrics heading out for Christmas in order to jam through a big spending Democrat priority bill? The Green New Deal. That the American people resoundingly rejected in November. For 70 years, this body, when we've had a transfer of power in the Senate, we have not done this in a lame duck. Yet that's what my Democrat colleagues are doing. Can you do those lame ducks, uh, the warm-up? The lame ducks. It's, it's, like a, it's like a lunge, but you... Will you slide your leg behind you? Uh, I, I guess that's part of it, but like your knee, like it's like your leg goes up and it like collapses. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You can do those? Yeah, I didn't know what that uh, was called. Though. I, was called I think they're called lame ducks. Uh, anyway. No, yeah. But anyway, that that's kind of the gist of it. It's a little bit longer clip, but I mean, dude, if you show this to some people and they're just like, no, he's fucking crazy. It's got Ukraine first. You know, it's an investment in security around the world. Most people ain't got time to pay attention to this shit. And then it goes over their head. Yeah. You know, and it's confusing. And, you know, that's why some people are like, you know what, dude, like I just control what I, I focus on, what I got to focus. And that's why I pay attention to sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why I watch sports so much. So I don't have to fucking stress out over this goofy ass shit. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm over here trying to push a shadow band podcast, uh, patreon.com forward slash red pill tamales for the price of a cup of coffee. Sarah McLaughlin music. You can sponsor a shadow band podcast. Red pill tamales. Ah, uh, that's hilarious. But in all seriousness, patreon.com forward slash Red Mountains, you get access to the Discord for a buck. So part of the perks, I guess, probably if not the best perk, is access Percocet. to that Percocet, Molly Percocet, is that Discord server. So join us, join the conversation, and join the community of agents. For sure. All around the world. Yeah, because I'm thinking we're going to start another Patreon where it's going to be like, like Theo Juventino short film. We'll leak the trailer, you know, on some Big Lebowski type shit. It's hey. going to be a fight scene. You know, there's all this different stuff going on. It's a trailer to watch the fool. 
you may have to go to like patreon.com forward slash like Chingle Bling Studios or something. Yeah. So maybe you motherfuckers might be open to some shit like that. And I know my wife's going to hear this be like, can you stop cussing at people as you ask them for 99 cents? <laughs> Since y'all don't want no political podcast, maybe you're going to like some of these sketches. Uh, in all seriousness, too, though, the spike of listeners from the couple weeks back when we talked about it has been pretty amazing. So those Where did you... that spike come from? Dude, no idea. Because we've been doing this show, what, two years? Two years, yeah. Two years straight. Yeah. I'm still trying to get into black. Two years straight and... Um... Two years straight, and the spike has been probably the greatest spike in those two years. It's it's been a gradual, like it's been sustained, and then all of a sudden, boop, out of nowhere. I don't know. Did your Danny Brown episode drop? Or no, I don't think that's out yet. I don't know. Regardless, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Share it with a friend. There's a lot of changes coming to YouTube. There's a lot of changes coming to social media. We, I kind of talked about it with Soul and Her Lounge, but we're gonna have a end of the year like recap as far as like our group, our creative meeting, and there's a lot of ideas and things we want to do, but. Man, it's all got to be supported by listeners. Otherwise, what are we doing? Yeah, let us know in the comments what kind of merch y'all want to see, what kind of premium content y'all want y'all would like to have, and um, let us know in the in the comentarios. Please subscribe to the YouTube. They're the YouTube, Chingo Bling and RPT Studios. So your boy Joe Breezy, here's another tweet from him real quick we got to cover. Joe's Raheem Protus. Thanks to our economic investments, this year brought shovels in the ground, folks. Cranes going up and new opportunities in Americans. Terror trying to repress your backyards. <laughs> you, and then there's a picture of U.S. manufacturing is on the rise. Companies are responding to President Biden's investments in the industries of the future. Now. Industries of the future. If you look at this image, well, the first thing I saw, it. can you tell me right away where your eye goes? Because I know where you want to look, right? <clears throat> well, there's a lot of stuff on the East Coast. And uh, there, it says right here, other $1 billion plus investments. Um, well, the like, first thing I went to was Texas. Okay, what you got there? Texas Instruments got what? What what happened? He hooked them up with some money or what is it? Well, I mean, the first thing I went to was Texas and then I saw Tesla. This guy, this administration is trying to take credit for Tesla leaving California because of the regulations that they support, which are the Biden administration. You know what I mean? Does it say Tesla on there? Yeah, it's right there. Sorry, my vision, though. I thought it said Texas. No, no, no. It says Tesla. So, uh, you know, I kind of scrolled down the comments and sure enough, I mean, some of the comments were hilarious. What, What did they say? Uh, well, here I can't read them from my angle, okay. but, but one All right, here we go. Uh, the White House, somebody said the White House taking credit for Tesla HQ moving to Texas, but one of the reasons Elon wanted to move to the HQ was because of policies in California that were championed by the Biden administration. Uh, and then it says down here, someone else tweeted, Mr. President, majority of jobs are created by self employed micro and small businesses, and they represent majority of businesses and backbone of U.S. economy, greater than 65% of small businesses say very likely or likely they'll permanently close. You're not helping the majority. Yeah, you can go put your shades back on. You know, I know the sun hurts or the light hurts los ojitos uh, when you don't feel the best. But, I mean, dude, I didn't think in all of my wildest dreams that this guy would be making it to 2023. I just didn't think that. Mm-hmm. I was so wrong. I was like, I give him 12 months. <clears throat> you remember that old... Uh, it was like an old news thing where everyone's like, oh, this is the end of Joe Biden's political career. It was from like the 80s when he lied. When he's like, I was a uh, top three in my law, my law school. I was full academic scholarship. The yeah. only student with full academic scholarship. Uh, top half of my graduated top 10 percent. of da, da, da. Three majors, triple major. Boy, he had his lie memorized. Yep. And then they're like, come to find out, he uh, publicly admits that he wasn't. Uh, it was only one one major, not three uh, graduated bottom of the class and was not on a full academic scholarship. 
And everyone's like, oh, my, yeah, he's out. We can't vote for him. Because he's been running for president like 55 times. You know what I mean? Who the fuck can buy that many mansions off a senator's salary? And here we are in 2023. The guy is the leader of the free world. If that doesn't make you think there's some fuckery afoot. Well, also, too, bro, it's like a lot of people got bamboozled. A lot of people thought they were voting to heal and cure racism. But really, they just helped the deep state elect themselves. That's all they really did. They thought they were solving racism. Instead, they helped the deep state get more power and elect themselves, censor more, tax more. You guys are watching the, the managed decline of America. This is how Rome fell. So with everything we've observed over the last two years, let's just since the start of the <clears throat> governmental lockdowns, right? Would you want to make any predictions about the future? Just maybe 2023? Like, let's think of it, I'm thinking of it as pre-Elon Twitter and post-Elon Twitter. So the predictions... Any pre- uh, just any predictions, any political predictions for, for groups or parties or people or candidates even? Um, I would like more feedback because I feel like I'm getting burnt out. Uh, because it just, you know what I mean? We're like, every time we get on here, we're like, I mean, we've been doing this shit two years. And like, I'm trying to see, is the Rasa ready to wake up? Not yet. Was this, was this also another Chingo Bling project that was ahead of his time? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just wasn't time for this yet, Chingo. People still got TDS. People still kind of like, well, I mean, you know, I mean, I voted for Biden. It doesn't mean I like him. Yeah. It's like, dude, he had no following, couldn't pull at a rally merch went fire you know you just they're just like well you don't have to fucking we're not in a cult chingo we're voting for democracy and i've heard people say that that when it comes to democrats it's not so much about the candidate it's just about like their ideology and their overall movement and policies meaning like on the right people are like oh desantis i feel like he's a good leader because it is or i like what what marjorie you know marjorie taylor green i like what this person's doing or i think trump is good because it is that and this whoa and um whereas on the left it's kind of like it doesn't matter who it is bro who cares if kamala's an idiot or like who cares if fucking it's the mashed potato brains you know what i mean they're just like it's still our team basically it's our team. Love is love. We believe in science. Black lives matter. You know what I'm saying? Like in this house, no human is illegal. Until real, until a real illegal show up. How many, how many Haitians you think got to get dropped off at Martha's Vineyard? Ooh. Like for example, it was 14 what? Hondurans that just threw them through a loop. We're like, we can't handle this. Oh, what was it? 40 of them or 14? Uh, like maybe, maybe. Wait, what'd you say? 40 originally? Was it 14 or 40? I think it was 40. Maybe it was 40 National Guard and it was 14 mm, okay, okay, people yeah, they yeah. didn't know where to house. Regardless, how many Haitians you think they needed to... Because we've been to Martha's Vineyard. It's an island. Yeah. It's small, right? You got to take a ferry to get there. And ain't no Haitians, really, for the most part. Do you want to... Take a guess at how many Asians... So, not Asians. Haitians. <laughs> Haitians have crossed since 2020. Uh, through, through El Paso through and the, all through, through the border. Del Rio and all that. Uh, maybe like 250,000? 705,000. Oh, I was off. Bro. And granted, also, I mean, the fact that they got a shitty situation going on in Haiti and they're probably like, motherfucker, I want to get out. Yeah. I'm trying to move to Florida. You can't blame them. You know, I'm trying to be able to Kodak Black. (laughs) Um, And I'm not mad at my Haitian people. Uh, You know, I'm not mad at my Haitians. just... It's just, bro, we just ain't got no control. Yeah. 
It is just unsupervised. You saw the the shit that was going on in Paris. The, the blowing, riots blowing shit up. Yeah, I don't. I didn't see why exactly what had happened. Uh, when you got too many immigrants. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was like the Kurds were mad. There was like some type of like police brutality case. Yeah, I thought somebody died. Right, they killed somebody. Something like that. They had their own little George Floyd thing going on. Oh but shit! Over there, they don't play. So they start flipping over shit, blowing shit up. Probably stab a couple people. I don't know if it was some beheadings. Yikes. But, um, hey, that's one thing about Paris. A lot of people don't be knowing is it's diverse. It's diverse in a motherfucker, boy. It's real diverse. Yeah, they don't play. So, again, appreciate where you're from here in the United States because you could do whatever the fuck you want here for the most part. And it seems like you just get away with it. You know, crime, order. I don't know if that even exists. Like, no, I mean, you know, any- France went woke, Macron. You know, they all wanted to follow Angela Merkel's lead. And they were just, we, we can absorb... We can absorb all immigrants too with, with legitimate asylum cases. You are more than welcome to <laughs> start Why sounding Nigerian. <laughs> Why, are you, Why gay? are you gay? So speaking of crime, though, uh, you seen that blizzard and the snowstorm that hit New York, hit Buffalo particularly? No. You didn't? Um, no. Oh, bro. So I thought you had because there were some crazy videos of like, it looked like straight out of a end of the world type of movie where the like the icicles and things that had frozen on houses and trees, they looked like the size of fucking guitars. Like it was like out of an Ice Age movie, right? Uh, so some genius of a criminal decided to live stream themselves looting stores during the storm. And I got the video here that was tweeted out. Who gets in here? Margaret, okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, why would you? Ain't no Why you gotta live stream everything? Whatever you just said, bitch. Oh, they reading comments and you shit. So? They hard. Wait for it. You on here? You 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 entertained? You having a good time? Have a good time. Laugh and joking. Who the fuck? Who the fuck is you, bitch? Me to be here and get, and get you some shit for your motherfucking teeth, you gay bitch. Get off my dick. Bitch, they got two faced girls on here on my dick. And my glass, you want cloud. Bitch, I go live with everything, bitch. Who gives a fuck? What? What happened? Is there baby bikes in here? Girl, we don't got no kids. I don't know. Bitch, go find that shit. We don't work here, bitch. We ain't feeling like you. <laughs> we ain't standing like you, bitch. <laughs> you want customer service? We looting, ho. You a girl, just hold on. They just pissed me off on the box. Get your dick out your stomach, faggot. Why you mad? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Why you mad? <laughs> okay. Fuck is you mad? We getting it how we get it. Fuck is you talking about? We ain't sitting on our ass, bitch. Come do it like us. Okay. Oh, Ooh, yeah, period. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> And we drinking on they shit in they store. And we live in they shit. And, and we, we live in they shit. Like the and ain't okay. that bitch gonna do a damn thing. And it's cold. And we warm. And we warm. Uh, bless their hearts, Chingo. This is society today. Sound like you trying to call them ghetto. I don't know. I said that, bless their heart. Like. I don't know what you're talking about. Bless that's what it sound their like, bro. That's how it sound like to me. Bless their it heart. It sound like you've been closed-minded to the urban community. Bless their heart. They need, you know, all the help that they can How get. you know they ain't need something? I, it's Christmas. It ain't yours. I, Why you worry? I encourage Why you worry? I Why you worry? <laughs> Do you? Get your dick out your stomach. <laughs> you heard what she said there? I did. I did. <laughs> Get your dick out, your stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. They're like, Chingo, shut up. You lame. Because you 43. You lame. You trying to talk about nuclear families. You over here trying to uh, protect nuclear family. You lame. You over there pro-life. <laughs> you over there talking about, I'm a one-woman man. Oh. Over there talking about, you threw away your playboys. <laughs> talking about, fuck you, have. 
Yeah, I said it. Fuck you, him. I also want to say fucking perv. Thank Jesus, perv ass. Your head wasn't two inches to the left when you fucking put your head back. Ay, no. Mocos, mi piecito, mi manita, y mi cabecita, <laughs> y mis ojitos. Todo chingoteado. So, uh, Chingo was telling me a story about he, he fell down the stairs. Were you just coming down the stairs? It was, it, what it was, look. All right, it's a combination of things. Okay. I might have been a little bit too high, number one. <laughs> number two, I was rushing down the stairs a little bit too fast. I had like a little bounce to my to my stride. And then... Slides are too big? No, I had on like these... Um, Thick socks and mm. they were just a little slippery. Maybe I had Vicks on my toes. I don't know. <laughs> but they were a little and then we have the baby gate at the bottom. It's like the second step from the bottom. We yeah. have the baby gate. So it's narrow and there's like a piece of uh the frame of the baby gate is on the bottom of the gate. So it's taking up a piece of the step. So mm. it's kind of awkward to step right there. So you kind of really got to take your time. Yeah. So I was already coming down in Chinga. Y por pendejo, like it was just a combination of you coming down too fast, you got on some little slippery socks, you hit the weed one time too many, and the baby gate. So my foot, it didn't land good by the baby gate, and it, it's like I jammed my big toe and like twisted it. Oof. The same way I cramped my hand while I was rolling. Yeah. The same way my hand went, same thing, how my foot went. And so I bruised my toe. I bruised my toe. And as it is, it's something about maybe because of the way my toenail grows. I don't know what it is. But like, even uh, even in the gym, in the jujitsu gym, like when you're uh, having to kneel down for certain things, or you're trying to like watch the demonstration or whatever, I'm, I'm always a little careful because as it is, it just already kind of, you know, like it was already a little something there. Yeah. And um, and then the whole step debacle, ta -tas, ta -tas, ta -tas, and I'm on the ground like I, and I try to like catch myself. Like, cause I had, I was carrying some stuff too. Yeah. So as I like, boom, boom, like slip, I like try to catch myself with the baby <laughs> gate, with the the two parts of the baby gate, right? Cause the middle opens to let adults in and then it, it um, it's supposed to click so that the kids can't, my baby's smart. So she just kind of like knows how to do it now. But anyway, that's, that's my pesco. I try to catch myself. So like the frame of the baby gate, like left a mark right here, like on my forearm, like, and I'm like, I. And my wife is like, Pete, what happened? <laughs> Pete. I'm like, I'm all right. Are you okay? I'm like, uh, my, fuck, my foot. So I had a bruise. She made it seem like he was time. not all right. She made it, she overblew it like she was almost crying on the floor. No, nah, I wasn't crying. I just busted my ass. Kind of felt dumb, but it was lesson learned. It's like, hey, y'all, don't be like me. Take your time. Take it slow. Yeah. It's Christmas weekend. <clears throat> it was. Like yeah. And I got my own man, own man shoes. My, uh, what, what brand is this? My sister-in-law got me these. Oh, hookahs. that how you say it? Yeah. I call them hookah, hookahs. Hookah, 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 hookahs. Hookah. Yeah, this is my uh, old white man in the airport sneaker right here. Kind of a bright color. She said there were some Astros type of thing. Uh, allegedly. Allegedly. It's, they don't have no navy on there. It's funny you say that's your old white man sneakers. Yeah. My brother-in-law's got those exact same ones. He was wearing the yellow the ones? Week. Those same ones. Okay. Who, Why he, did he get the yellow? Just curious. Uh, he's a runner. He just likes bright oh, shit because okay, he okay, actually okay. gets out there and runs in the morning. Okay, Not to say that you won't, but you know. Yeah. And he is an older white man who's a dentist. And I'm like, yeah, that's that's right up your alley. So, so I didn't even see. Have you been wearing those the whole time today? Today, yes. I didn't even look. I didn't even notice mm -hmm. them. That's so funny that those are your, your shoes. They're, I heard they're comfortable as fuck, too. Yeah, they're light. And um, they're, I guess there's space around the toes. And yeah. that, that's kind of good right now. So I got a fucked up toe. Yeah. A wide toe box shoes are the way to go. Yeah, the toe box. Yeah. Speaking like, of. Raindrops. Mm -hmm. dri drip drop. Mm -hmm. Top, top, drop, top. Uh, what did Santa bring Jingle Bling this year? 
Uh, it wasn't really much about the adults. Um, <clears throat> the fuck was that? Is that the AC, the heater turning on? No, it sounds like somebody closed the door, no? Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell. That's kind of loud. Maybe my disorder went to the back. Yes, she right. did. Uh, you know what, dude? I really can't remember what all I got. I can't. I uh, oh, okay. not remember really about the adults. No, it's never really yeah. about the adults, but I, I figured you might yeah. have something that, you know, you asked Santa for, and he, he provided, you know, with his magical... Maybe I haven't opened everything. Um, They gave me something at my sister's house. Do the girls... Well, more, I guess mostly Penny. Does she, like... Like, how's the Santa oh, situation? Oh, got hooked up, dude. Yeah. She, she got shit from her elves. She got shit from Santa. She got shit from the parents. She got shit from her grandma. She got shit from her tias. All her tias. She got a lot of stuff. So, obviously, we're keeping the magic alive, right? And she's, like, all about... Did you... So, look, did you guys leave uh, cookies out? Yeah, or we did the cookies, did the cookies and cookies? chocolate milk, and I drank it, yeah. <laughs> did you leave anything for the deer? Has she, has she gotten you to that point? You supposed to leave something for reindeer? Yeah. I never heard of that. Bro, the kids were like... we. We, they had never really said anything, but somebody made them think that maybe in school or whatever, that like, you're supposed to leave something out for the reindeer as well. So we're like, well, what did we leave them? We didn't have anything like at all, but we had lettuce. They're like, well, let's get lettuce. So they fucking take handfuls of lettuce and put it on the plate along with the, the cookies. For the reindeer, yeah. What kind of cookies did you leave out? Uh, Oreos. It was the H-E-B Oreos. Bro, we did too. Cause we, we were, they were like, we're supposed to leave out chocolate chip cookies. And we're like, we don't have any chocolate chip cookies. We have Oreos. Like, all right, that'll do with marshmallows mm-hmm. and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We went to Second Baptist, boy. <laughs> uh christmas um christmas eve yeah and then we saw the christmas show the week prior how was the christmas eve like was it just a service or was it christmas eve it was uh i guess yeah it's it's a service but it's where they light you light the candles and you like share and you light Mm. pass it on and how does it make you feel when you do that at at 42 uh 43 43 um i feel like a great dad with a great family and my kids are getting that good foundation Mm. and you know it's good nuclear family and uh you know, want them to have those memories, like, had that foundation of, like, yeah, we, we went to church. Yeah. You know? That's what it's all about, right? Yeah, you got to raise them right, man. You got to you gotta brainwash them before the world does. Pretty much. You don't want them out there being, like, oh, I'm going to, well, you know, like, like some of the chicks we saw in the Playboy Bunny thing, where they're, like, I'm going to be a waitress at the Playboy Club because, uh, and it's, like, oh, well, guess what? Now you done got kidnapped. You know, by some fake film producers. Well, what's crazy, dude, is that, like, because you, we both have daughters, right? And it, Saul and I were kind of talking about this, and I didn't really pose this to her, but people will make the argument that, like, look, you have things in today's world that are, like, OnlyFans, or you can go strip. Uh, or pornography. You can straight There's porn. All, kind of all kinds of stuff. <clears throat> and then, obviously, this is hypothetical, because we're going to arm our kids with a lot of tools and abilities to better themselves. But you have other people, let's just say, that, maybe didn't do that for their kids, and their choices are work at Denny's, work at Waffle House, or work at Walmart. There ain't nothing wrong with Waffle House. There's absolutely not, but I'm making, this is the point that people make. Would okay. you rather have your kid do that or start an OnlyFans and get creative with that avenue where they're making money where they'll never have to worry about stuff, or at least for the short term, or spend their time serving at Denny's? <clears throat> You're asking me... I'm not asking you anything. I'm just oh, saying, like, okay. how, what do you think of that argument that people... I would, mean, that's what I've been trying to say for the past six episodes of, like, the culture put, like, there's a demand for OnlyFans. You oh, got yeah. people paying, right? People subscribing and paying for this stuff, and the culture is upholding and uplifting all this stuff. Everything from the music, the art, the movies, the freaking cartoons, the TikTok which is owned by the CCP, you know what I mean? Um, just all this stuff. And I say it week after week after week where I'm like, 
I know I sound like an old fart. I know I sound like a lame, you know, but it's some shit is a dead end road. And we're talking about having daughters. Now, well, you have a son, but everybody out there that got a son, you got to school them mm-hmm. too to, to be able to uh, discern different things. Like, 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 for example, sex is powerful. You know, um, you don't want to get sucked in and bamboozled. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just a plethora of all these options, and you don't want to end up in just, you know, wasting energy and time, and, like, you ain't even, like, you ain't got no skills and shit, but you over here done, you know, every fucking porn star that exists. <laughs> in no man's land, just distracted as fuck. <clears throat> yeah, you start off with a Martha Stewart picture and an apron, next thing you know, you <laughs> you don't went down the whole apron category. Now, yo, grandmas I like to F, and, and this, and that, and... You know, it's just... I remember seeing the cookbooks on ants' tables and shit, you know, and you have, like, maybe uh, somebody on the cookbook that's wearing something a little revealing, you know, or a low-cut V-neck or something. I mean, you used to have a J.C. Penny cap. Oh, 100%. And people got imaginations. Yeah. It's just, it's just you have to know how to, like, like know what's haram. You know what I'm saying? You got to know what's haram and and being, be self-disciplined. Discipline equals freedom. So that... Some little chicken spring break don't bamboozle you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like the devil comes in many forms. Yeah. Um, I was gonna pull up that clip. Actually, I open up Instagram, dude. It's like if I fucking know what I'm gonna do. It's it's another thirst th- traps, <laughs> dude. I told him I sold this too. Even if you were a new user to social media, Instagram, TikTok, you're like ninety percent sure that it's gonna feed you some thick bitches shaking it on your explore feed. Even if you've never like it's your first time on the app. I mean, I I, I had a. Um, I, I had a joke about that oh, yeah? a little bit, yeah. Where it has to do about like the BBLs and all that, and then and then I do the voice of like, and then the algorithm. It's like, hey, what's up, dog? Hey, check it out, <laughs> fool. It's like, oh, this fool likes school, dog. Next thing you know, it's serving up endless amounts of ass, right? Just <laughs> endless amounts. And if it's like, uh, it, it, like think about it. If you look at it from a simplistic format, it's like. Dude, it's healthy. It's natural. Dude, she's got a fat ass and she's showing it, bro. She's not even like being stingy with it, bro. You just, you can follow her and it'll be there. You can like the pics if you want. You don't have to leave comments. You don't even have to like, you know, you have to follow, you know what I mean? And it's like, it sounds innocent and it sounds mild, but next thing you know, you know, next thing you know, it's like the algorithm's like, tas, 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 culo, tas, culo, culo, tas. Now you over here thinking you, you have. Dude, you watch one thing. Somebody sends you something in a DM and you open it. You you just happen to click something that's on the Explore feed inevitably because you're a guy and they know that you probably will like it. You're going to get flooded with it. And it's it's hard. You have to literally fire yourself. And I do this all the time. Look at other stuff that's not going to distract you from clicking on that because then next thing you know, it becomes two reels, three reels, mm-hmm. and then it's 45 minutes later <clears throat> and you've lost an hour of Next thing you know, you had a red light. People honking. Yeah, 100%. So like, check this out, bro. Look, look at the evils, right? The apostrophe evils. The evils. <clears throat> Devils. Um, my wife, I'm, I, I was somewhere, I think I was like getting my fucking feet fixed. Right. And, um, she sends me a screenshot. She's like, Hey, this person sent this. And she emailed the screenshot of the DM. Mm. So basically somebody emails my wife. She sends me the screenshot. It has her email. It's like to marisol at chingobling.com. And it and there's a copy of the screenshots where it's like, hey, I used to dance. I, I danced for you one time in Austin, or when you stop in Austin, you I think you were with your cousin. Something, something, something. I'm like, my cousin. 
who is this? I was like, who is this person? And then she's like, oh, I, I don't know. She's like, I'm not tripping. I'm just letting you know that they sent you the DM on Instagram. And apparently, like, I guess maybe she's going professional and she has some website or something, some promo of something she wants you to help. She's trying to collab, work with you type stuff. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Click on the pic. Like, who is this person? So that's an example of like, and, and I'm going to tell you my take. So I told, I told my soul, I'm like, hey, when I got home, right, I think she was in the kitchen. I was like, hey, um, I don't have Instagram on my phone. Pull up the person, click on the thing. Let's see who this is, right? And she was like, oh, I don't care. I'm not tripping. I was like, I want to know, right? Click on the person. And of course, it's like zero posts, no picture. And it, and it says something in the bio, like click, go to website, da, 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 subscribe, join, three, whatever, a dollar's amount a month, access to something. I don't even know what it is. And I was like, it sounded like I was trying to like dissimular and like cover for myself because I'm like, this sounds like some spam Nigerian prince bullshit. She's like, oh, I don't care, Pete. I'm sure that was a long time ago. You know what I mean? And I'm yeah. just like, no, seriously. Like, I wouldn't doubt that like a lot of other Texas rappers got a similar DM. Right. And it doesn't necessarily mean it's a real person. I was like, I, I quit strip clubs like at least 10 years ago. If not more. Yeah. Speaking of people that aren't real, um, what do you think? How do you feel about AI? Uh, I was telling Saul that I, I was taking this like not taking, but there's a couple of channels where they they're they're very good about giving almost like full length hour classes about social and marketing and like YouTube channels and analytics and the whole all the boring shit that a lot of content creators don't want to consume themselves with because it's time consuming <coughs> and it's ever changing, right? Um, and they were talking about AI. And I you know we always talk about like the transhumanist thing, and we just talk about artificial artificial intelligence and all different kinds of avenues, but it's here to stay. Right. And there's going to be a lot of aspects of it that are going to help content creators, business owners, entrepreneurs on speeding up their the things that they do. Allegedly. Yeah, that's part of it. Right. Not allegedly. It does. It's not alleged. It's it's what it does. Yeah, it it does it. And it's up to you if you want to kind of fully embrace it all the way. Well, it's not like if you want to, it's either you do it or you get left behind because it's going to speed up workflows. It's going to speed up, you know, knowledge and data that, you know, that otherwise would take you hours versus minutes. Right. Wouldn't. So arguably taking the route of utilizing AI as much as possible, mm-hmm. you, allegedly, arguably, is going to somehow end up in a better, more inspired product than someone going about it hum, human, human-wise, organically. It's not about better or inspired. It's about it's going to take you less time to get there. You might, you're going to end up at the same endpoint, but it's going to take you a week. It's going to take me a day. So music-wise. So do you, do you listen to a new feature, uh, future track that he puts out, that he got in the studio. He he had to literally pop his pills, smoke his weed, mm-hmm. bump the beat, and conjure up lyrics. Or are you going to jam out to the AI version where they make 10 songs in, in a minute? Which one's going to jam harder? F- Future the human or the AI that made 10 songs in one minute? Honestly, probably the AI. Okay. If I got, I mean, if I'm being honest, <clears throat> probably... More, harder than John Mayer? I mean... If he can play the guitar like that, imagine what AI is going to do, right? And you're going to like... Now you're talking about something else. And now you're talking about you're making these signals like or these gestures like evoking emotion. You know that a person didn't do it, so it doesn't invoke the same kind of... It doesn't hit the same because it wasn't a person. Now, is it enjoyable? That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. How, how hard is a beat going to slap, right? If AI did it, 
when it knows, like you've always, you've always talked about the beats per second, you know, the melody, the tone of everything. I mean, a machine is just going to do it better. I wasn't even talking about music specifically, but I, I, or I see food. I mean, in other words, because we're, what we're trying to figure out is I think you're talking about it in terms of like Chingo. I'm just talking about basic functions that are tedious. Yeah. It'll fucking do it for you to speed you up. I'm talking about, are you going to have the chef, the human cook up the ramen or are you gonna let the robot systematically pre-measure perfect, perfect fucking temperature according to time, and then it it serves it up hot? Yeah, well, that's already that's already happening, right? Ro- uh, yeah, I've never had food. It. No, I've but I'm saying like it. like there's a, your automated McDonald's and stuff at certain places. Uh, <clears throat> that kind of low end stuff. People talk about the minimum wage increases and such. I mean, it might go up in our lifetime a bit more. I don't think it'll ever get to where it's like, wow, minimum wage is like super livable. You're going to have to improve your skill set or whatever. But though, I I don't know. I've always thought that those kind of jobs are always necessary. And there will be people, even if there are like enough machines to take over everything that's like we consider bottom of the barrel entry level work, you're still going to need people to like watch over these machines, right? But would you agree that machines are going to take over for the most part? I mean, I think it's up to humans to to be inspired. Like, in other words, how many how many um, AI podcast episodes like Joe Rogan esque, like the the AI Joe Rogan, mm-hmm. uh, where it's scripting and thinking and talking yeah. versus the actual flawed human that is Joe Rogan? You see what I'm saying? How many what? What was like? In other words. You have Joe Rogan, the human, mm-hmm. creates a, a podcast episode. Yes. Right? Boom. That's one product. It's, it's inspired in its own way. There's, there's some nuggets in there. Versus what does artificial intelligence choose to say and how does it create a podcast episode? They've already done... Have you seen that one, the uh, Steve Jobs, or Joe Rogan interview Steve Jobs? Uh-uh. It's a full AI podcast where it looks like It's like Joe. deep fake. Yeah, it looks and like, it's scripted based on AI scripting. Yeah, of like, and it looks it looks exactly like Joe. It looks exactly like I, actually it might be Joe, but it looks exactly like <clears> Steve Jobs <throat> and them in the same studio talking as if it were a real conversation. It's creepy. Yeah, but again, if you know that it's AI, it's probably not going to hit the same. But it would be cool to see like what kind of a conversation after I don't know what Joe's at two thousand episodes. After two thousand episodes, there's enough data and uh, you know lot, enough voice out there, enough conversations out there that AI will pick up on what Joe might actually have asked Steve Jobs. There's some quote that's escaping me right now. It's something like, the point at which... Dude, we're going to have to Google this shit. It's something like, um, the point at which humans realize is blah, 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 is the same point where machines realize something. And I'm uh, sorry, y'all. No, no, no. I mean, that's all. Just context. <laughs> I'm human. Um, it's something like that. It's something like that same point where machines realize that they're not human or something or other. Uh, it's probably not going to pull up. It's probably like a Ray Kurzweil quote, right? Mm, no? Yeah, I don't know if he said it. But um, anyway, it's just a whole like, it's just an interesting debate of like, um, what does it mean to be human? At what point do machines become sentient? And they start to become self-aware, like Skynet turns alive. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, like uh, Ray Kurzweil has a book called The Spiritual Age of Machines. Mm-hmm. And he predicted in the book, The Singularity, like a lot of the stuff that we're, like everything from Neuralink to avatars, um, what is it, uh, nano, like nanomedicine, just a lot of this type of stuff that's, 
that's they're talking about, mm. like ba- artificial babies in an artificial fucking womb. You know, at what point do machines have rights? You know, if you're disrespectful to your robot coworker. Yeah, I think if the lefties, the radical lefties that want to give, you know, uh, what everything, you know, the right to whatever, just rights in general, you're like, all right, we're going we're gonna to set some boundaries here. So the slippery slopes that we're on now with like current life could get away from us fast when it comes to machines because machines are going to end up doing so much and, you know, being used so often that that's why they want John the Metaverse. Yeah, but the metaverse is tanking, though. I guess it could make a comeback, but no one's adapting to it. Well, they want y'all in there because maybe the technology isn't there to where all the, um, you know, the like the sales pitch of it, of like wanting to make you comfortable in your sin and working the ego and basically making it to where like, I'm a nobody out here in the real world, but in the metaverse, I'm someone, you know, and mm-hmm. I might not have a girlfriend out here, but in the metaverse, you know. You know, I, I got the thickest bitch. You know what I mean? Like in the metaverse, uh, it, I think that's why people probably ain't on there all the way. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. There's something weird about it. It's not really. It's not. There's no use for it at the time. I know Zuckerberg when he was on Rogan, and even before that, was talking about it's a way to connect people more, right? As if We're Zoom virtually. Yeah, as if Zoom and Teams and uh, what's the other one? Uh, <clears throat> whatever it is, as if that doesn't do FaceTime doesn't do a good enough job. Skype, you could do all that stuff already. The metaverse was just. I never thought that was cool. Like, I don't know about you. Did you ever at one point ever see it like in and in, in, in maybe even played a game on Oculus or something and thought like, oh, this is I mean, it's fun ish kind of, but it's never going to. I mean, I say never in, in the near future. I don't think it replaces what you can actually do as a real person. Yeah. And, and I always especially as of late, like I'm always very. Um, it's like a recurrent theme. These these last few episodes, like I try to look at things through the worldview and the lens of, for example, a fake virtual life that you can have in this metaverse Mm -hmm. where it's like, dude, you get all the dopamine and you feel the love and like, you know, your virtual wife never nags. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I always beat the video game or like whatever, uh, the Ready Player One, the whole temptation of like this second life and it's like when you're in there, you know, everyone knows your name and whatever the thing versus sure in real life it's through sickness and through health like you're human you're gonna decay you're gonna atrophy you're gonna get old you know what i mean your hormones get out of whack there's all these difficult things in real life your wife's gonna nag she's gonna be on your ass you know i mean it's gonna be some nights where like man the baby kept us up they want no action you know it's gonna be some of that but it's like i look at it through like the lens of like being human and like real love and like one woman man you know love that one woman a thousand ways type of thing versus a thousand women one way right um like i'm a big proponent of the um you know real life yeah no i'm with you and what god created Mm -hmm. versus trying to play god and it's like, well, Chingo, I mean, think about all the uses of the artificial womb. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, Chingo, what about, you know, what about all the cool things that all these things are going to do? And it's like, sorry, I have to, like, especially for me personally, everybody else, y'all can do what y'all want. But for me personally, I feel like I've arrived at the point where it's like, you have to tread very carefully and lightly before they fucking... You know, it's like crack hitting your brain. The minute they get that metaverse working right, 
and that Oculus working right, and that Neuralink, and and they know, yeah, the Neuralink, and they know how to feed you what you want. Like it's no longer gonna be the big booty chick on Instagram. It's gonna be like you're wearing the suit. She's whispering in your ear. She's touching your neck. She's saying the right things because AI thought of it mm-hmm. because you have already given it access to. Um, whatever to where they kind of learn your profile and your personality and they're going to know how to talk to you. It's like you're teaching the devil how to lie to you. And it's going to be, once they get it so good where the virtual reality is going to be indistinguishable, like once the video games, because I remember 8-bit, 16-bit, 32-bit, you remember all that? Oh, yeah, yeah. So I don't even, where are they on now? hundred Oh, I don't even know. But like the new video games, they look like movies. Yeah. So you just have to prepare yourself for like, it probably, I mean, I'm going to be an old fart probably by the time it starts to really get good, but it's going to be tempting and y'all got to be careful. All you youngsters out there listening, or yeah. whoever's playing this back 10 years from now. That's true. I, and I agree with you. Uh, I'm much more on the tech side just because, I mean, the 10 year age gap makes a big difference on how you see things playing out or how you see the potential for things. But I want to share with you one of the things that I found in this uh, hour, you know, whatever, social tech class that I was watching, uh, a webinar or whatever, was um, this AI software that allows you to write scripts really easily. Yeah. Have you used one of these before? No, but I heard of them. Do you want to give me a prompt and we'll do it here live on the podcast and we'll see uh-huh. what kind of a script it comes up with? Yeah, I've been seeing some of those. Um, I saw, I, I didn't click it, but it says something like, um, we asked the AI scriptwriter to prove God to us and what it came up with uh let's see so anything from you know think of like uh well, let's, mo- let's mo- use it to our advantage like how you push a shadow band podcast <laughs> okay no 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 yeah let's let's go, so, with let's go with how uh, latino conservatism uh i don't know what we could tell it that's gonna be so useful how do you like promote like push uh, grow a or promote or how about um speech promoting the benefits or Shit. The importance of the importance of hair. Uh, a Latino. <laughs> oh, you know what? Okay, the importance of Latino conservative podcast. Yep, you know <laughs> conservative. I'm gonna have to hold on, guys. I gotta switch it over to me just because I can't type from this angle. But I'm gonna play it back so they can watch us as it comes out. Because this was this blew my mind when I was fucking with it over the weekend. Um. Have you seen any? When what was the example you gave? That how does it was God, something like we asked the AI to like prove God. Um, it's different things, but I, I'm sure it can have a lot of cool implications. Like, like if you wanted to just have a, a a long list of things on a topic, you can now go in and reword it your way. I guess it's like having a little little paralegal. So I put the importance of Latino conservative podcast in a chatty voice. And I ended it with in a chatty voice because the, the person that was giving the example was doing it as if they were going to pitch this to like a small audience really quick. So they wanted the AI, I guess, to, you know, write it as if it was going to be a quick pitch, like a quick <coughs> elevator pitch. So I typed it out right there. Uh, let me just click enter and see what it comes up with. And in real time, what's it saying, Shingo? It is important for all voices to be heard and represented in media, including those of Latino conservatives. 
podcast can be a valuable platform for individuals and groups to share their perspectives and engage in discussions on a wide range of topics. By providing a forum for Latino conservatives to express the, their views, podcasts can help to foster understanding and dialogue and can contribute to a more diverse and inclusive media landscape. So then I added, add more to the script. Sure. Here are a few additional points to consider. Latino conservatives bring unique perspectives to the table that may not be representative of mainstream media. By listening to Latino conservative podcasts, people can learn about different viewpoints and gain a more well-rounded understanding of issues. Podcasts can provide a sense of community and connection for listeners who may not have access to in-person gatherings or events. For Latino conservatives, podcasts can be a way to connect with others who share similar beliefs and values. Latino conservatives may face challenges in finding platforms to share their viewpoints, and podcasts can help to amplify their voices and make them more widely heard. Engaging with diverse perspectives can help to foster critical thinking and promote healthy debates and discussions. By listening to Latino conservative podcasts, people can engage with differing viewpoints and come to their own informed conclusions. Bro. I'm very impressed. This would have taken me a day to come together. And yeah. If I was going to pitch this to a group of people about why they, this podcast needs to be what they <clears throat> sponsor on, what they, uh, why they advertise on here, why they put bring guests to this platform, it would have taken me a day at least to come up with something this concise. Man, you better copy-paste that. No, I'm saying, dog, yeah. this makes your work flow faster. And that's the kind of point I wanted to make. <laughs> mm-hmm. if you got to find stuff that isn't breaking the boundaries of what you think is moral, what, what you think is, you know, for the time being, right, just, whatever. And use it to your advantage. An AI scriptwriter like this, and it took me a little while to find it and actually figure it out. You do have to submit your email or give your email and then verify that you're not that you're a human yourself and not another AI and your phone number. <laughs> which I didn't give a fuck. I went ahead and did it. AI don't talk to AI. Yeah, dude, this was game changing. To go back to a previous podcast episode, game changer. Game changer. And since you said that, I've had fifteen fucking instances of somebody using the term game changer as if the Matrix is winking at me. Yeah, with game changer. But this is impressive as fuck. It's like, where's the beat making one where you could be like, crunk, getting ready for war, podcast intro? (laughs) I haven't found a good music one, to tell you the truth. We tried one that one time, but I haven't heard somebody raving about a music AI one, but maybe I just haven't been looking hard enough. But this one, guys, and I told this to Mighty Soul because I kind of talked about it too on Her Lounge. If you want to know which one we were using and you're not watching on YouTube, uh, tag me in the Discord That'll be the only way that you can get the direct link from me if you want to use this to your advantage as well. Know the AI saying? cooks this shit up. <laughs> podcast intro. Conservative podcast intro. Getting ready to go to war. Dirty South. This one wants to be reporting memes. This for you, bitch. <laughs> Dude, pretty crazy though about the scriptwriter, huh? Yeah, that was amazing, dog. You should spot. just lie to Mighty Soul and be like, I took the liberty of writing this uh, <laughs> in between podcast episodes. I could and I should and I probably Dude, will. Dude, I have a fucking jammed toe. <sighs> it's really bothering you? I mean, uh, it's just, I just want to hurry up and recover and heal because... um. Missing out on jujitsu, yeah, bro. Right now, they're kind of closed anyway, and it's and I think they're just doing open mat between now and New Year's, mm. so it's fine. If there was ever a, a time to take a couple of days off, it's now. It's the holidays, but uh, which, by the way, I took in so many calories. It was so <laughs> it was so delicious, bro. Like I was just birria tacos tamales, <laughs> mi atasque, we, abuelitas chocolate, all the way. Um, I feel like I ate more during Christmas than Thanksgiving. 
Yeah, probably same here. Yeah. And it's almost like my body was like saying, hey, bro, like you just feel extra satiated. Like it's like those extra calories, your brain. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but um, that's what I was feeling. Because, you know, them tamales pack some calories and they just agree with me. Like, like it's just like corn, fat. It's just like high densely calorie food. Yeah, calorically dense food. Yeah. Fuck yeah. So, it, it, you know, it's fatty. So it's it's just... It's not dry. It's not fibrous like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it just. Although I mentioned, it, it has the lube, the food lube, the food built lube. in. The food lube the is food all lube? built in. I told you, I think off the podcast, uh, fiber is like a game game changer, according to a lot of people. I heard Huberman, uh, Andrew Huberman, talking about it recently, and uh, I remember back in the day, I would I'd do like a scoop of Metamucil or psyllium husk or whatever, just as a part of like your daily regimen and. I'm telling you guys, if you're having, not even if you're not having issues with that. I thought you said Fiverr. No, Fiverr. Uh, okay, my bad. I thought you were talking about Fiverr, the, the, the app, the website. The way you thought I was saying? You were like Fiverr, because we're talking about speeding up production. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. My bad. No. You, I don't know what made me think about that. You were talking about just food and whatever and the, the yeah, food yeah. lube. Mm-hmm. Food lube reminded me, guys, fiber in your diet, extra fiber. I, I eat veggies or whatever. Not enough. But does fiber. Huberman promote Metamucil? Uh, no, I think he actually specifically mentioned psyllium husk, but there's some which like... Which is metamucil. Yeah, which is basically that. But you can get... I don't know the differences between a pure metamucil or a psyllium husk versus metamucil, but the same difference. Uh, all that to say... Oh, take okay. Care so he, he mentioned that? Yeah. Take care of your gut health. The gut is the... What is it? The gut is the, uh, second, the brain, brain. second brain. Right. Mm-hmm. You know all about that, bro. I mean, I don't know if fiber has to do with that part of the gut, meaning I think, I think the whole part about your um, serotonin... And the second brain, I think it has to do with the microbiome right. in your gut. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. We haven't really talk, touched on this much, but Twitter files, we got a new batch of Twitter files dumped. Did you go through any of those tweets? Did you see anything? I mean, it was all stuff that we've talked about for two years, damn near. And Elon Musk himself said, uh, what do you say? Basically that all conspiracies yeah. were right. Every, yeah. Every, all your consp- turns out all the conspiracy theories about Twitter were true. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and did you see what I posted on the Discord? No, tell me. Um, shit. They they posted a lot, but I might have to scroll up a little bit. All right, here it is. Uh, fuck it. Damn, went away. Fast. It refreshed. Ah, oh, hey, when it does that. Uh, and then everybody is all all in the Discord. <laughs> shit is gonna be hard to find. Um, I guess let me go to my Twitter page. If you're not following me on Twitter, you're missing out. It's one of the most hot fire Twitters. Some of the thickest tweets. Thick. Uh, okay, the person's name that I retweeted was his name is at. Adam Scrabble, but his name is Adam Townsend. Mm. He did a whole thread. He said, at Matt Taibbi, your Twitter files reporting has been well-written and well-structured. Respectfully, six questions. A, have you made disclosures of any conflicts you may have, financial or otherwise? If files were openly shared, wouldn't that compromise their question value to you? And then he says, B, has there been any constraints to your reporting in Twitter files or limitations and what has been made available to you or has been authorized for release. C, is there within Twitter any former FBI agents making efforts to influence Twitter files? Is the FBI itself engaged? And I guess Lee Fang, he, he put like a lot of cool screenshots. Mm-hmm. Lee Fang was one of the people, I, I believe, that was in charge of leaking one of the files. And the screenshot shows Lee Fang's tweet saying, here's my reported piece with more detail. I was given access to Twitter for a few days. I signed, agreed to nothing. Twitter had no input into anything I did or wrote. The searches were carried out by a Twitter attorney. So what I saw could be limited. 
Um, and then he goes on to say, Schellenberger, Michael Schellenberger, another person who released, I think, Twitter Files 8. He said, uh, Schellenberger promoted extreme and unprecedented alignment of corporate and government to coerce public behavior. Did his work in PR influence his advocacy? How can Twitter files that purports to reveal a sinister alignment of Big Corp and Gov be viewed as an honest product with this conflict? And then he had a, a screenshot of his tweet where he says, U.S. Congress must act to kill the virus. U.S. facing 1 million plus deaths. Demand for ICU beds is estimated, blah, 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 blah. Basically, Congress must, must enact no regrets, actions, and policies. Start with a radical mental shift. He's basically calling out like Barry Weiss, like saying, you know, saying like, here's a clip of Barry Weiss calling Tulsi Gabbard a toady for Assad. Joe Rogan asked her to defend the premise. She doesn't even know what a toady means. She has to look it up. She's not a journalist. She takes the Overton windowed narrative and spins. Um, here's Barry Weiss doing the New York Times anti-Hindu facts don't matter smear against Modi and spinning the narrative. Uh, basically, he's kind of calling out all the people, quote-unquote journalists, that Elon Musk chose and how they're biased. And he basically says, like, why didn't Jack Posobiec, uh, Darren Beatty, or Beatty, like, why why he, why no conservative um, people, like Mike Cernovich or any of these folks that are a little bit more on the right? Um, I was earlier on the podcast. We talked about that uh, publication that gave Matt Walsh like transphobe of the year, mm -hmm. and uh, the Twitter account is called the New Republic at uh, New Republic. It's a, it's founded in 1914. The New Republic is a magazine of interpretation and opinion for a rapidly changing world. And I just kind of scrolled down there, and this is what this was the first tweet. I'll send it over to you. Oh, this is a tweet. America 2050. Would the United States be, still be one nation? Should it be? And it's um, the New Republic, uh, America 2050. It's an image of the United States, like pieces of red and blue, all shattered like, like glass. glass. Um, and then this next one was, uh, what was the, ah, shit. Well, they have the Matt Walsh thing there. There was a one about Trump. Damn, I wish I hadn't lost it. About It was like uh, during 2016, you know, after the Republicans, like, accepted donald trump as oh there it is right there actually what does that caption say that one right there yeah okay from the time the republican party accepted the inevitability of donald's nomination in 2016 the danger has remained the same that by failing to push back against even his most egregious behaviors republicans have allowed them to become normalized why 2023 may be the year that fate finally catches up with Donald at long last as the doors closing in on him. I bet they used AI to write their fucking captions. I was just thinking that. Like, you could you could potentially do something like you that. You can. And honestly, you should if you're being smart. If you want to get clicks. I mean, obviously, I would like to think that people are using it because <clears throat> what they've written or, or what they've created or, or shot is so good that you need the catchiest thumbnail, which you can also use AI thumbnails, which you'll see a lot of people incorporating that in 2023. AI thumbnails. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, can I, they come up with like song titles and album names? Yeah, yeah. Can they come up with um, domain names like Shop RPT? Yeah, right. Yeah, no, they can. And it's all again earlier when he brought up 
So when you brought up how when does AI, you know, become sentient and whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. does that come from a place where like you genuinely think that or enough people have said it to where like you think it makes sense? Uh, do I believe what? That we'll actually come across something like, I guess it would be the singularity, right? Where AI or robots become somebody that need rights and we have to like watch out for the robot laws or whatever. I think things are accelerating at an accelerating pace and all signs show that we're headed towards a singularity. And, you know, this AI script writing thing and the AI art, AI fake, deep fake photography using people's faces and, and all these things, it's at its infancy and it's already super impressive. Like sure. you just type in, you know, Donald Trump, da da da, art, whoop de woo, yada yada, and it'll spit out 50 of them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we're definitely headed towards like, some very uh, interesting implications. Oh, check this out. This is totally on subject. Actually, it's on, it's pretty damn on subject. Um, I didn't even see this until just <clears throat> now, but I just thought I'd show you because I think it's kind of cool. If you can see, hear, taste, or smell something, does that make it real? Or is it simply the ability to feel? I would like to welcome you to the era of synthetic reality. Now, what do you see? So for those of you that weren't watching, it's Morgan Freeman and some other gentleman, and obviously it's uh, deepfake slash AI'd, <coughs> but it's spot on. I mean, it's you can kind of tell it's not Morgan Freeman, but the movement... I gotta what? grab my cough drop. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, go ahead, go ahead. Um, you know, tequila kills mm-hmm. everything. Mm-hmm. Just saying. You got some? I should have brought some had I known you were under the weather. So another shout out to Chingo Blink for coming in here. And putting it down for the fans, you know, most podcasters take a week off, you know, they might take a couple of episodes off and they'll come back. I don't think we've taken a week off in two years from the podcast. It's a thank. It's a thankless job. It's a thankless <laughs> job. <clears throat> Shout out to everybody supporting on the Patreon.com. It's not a lot of them, but, uh, you know, it's a small, passionate, fiery group. <laughs> small, but you know, mighty. Hey, I, I'm just, you know, it's like, hey, Chino, I guess just stick with it, though. Stick with it, bro. Small, but mighty. I stick got, with it, bro. Got big feelings about 2023, Stick with it. It's going to grow. Absolutely. It's going to grow. When's the, uh, and what, when's the potential 2023, not potential, but when's the tour you think going to kick off for 2023? I thought you were going to say, at what point do we cut this off, this experiment? How <laughs> dare you. That wouldn't come from me, everybody. That would come from the one and only. <laughs> Uh, we have not had a meet like Marisol is, she's like, Hey, she's like, first of all, she normally would have like that. For example, the 2023 tour is something that she normally would have already been working on like June, July, 2022. Hmm. We're now about to be in 2023. She's like, Hey, we seriously have to have like a one-on-one low huddle so we can start really attacking and fleshing out what cities you're doing, how you doing them, like touring. And it's just been one of those things. It's like, okay, what day? Oh, no, we're, we're podcasting that day. Can't do it that day. Oh, we got to do that that day. You know, can't do it that day. Can't do it that day. Then there's that. And then there's a holiday. Can't do it that day. Got to go in. You know, you got to go with CPA, pull up a bunch of your personal financial records because you get sued over some bullshit and so on and so on and so on. And it's like, what is the day going to be? So we're hoping that this Thursday is going to be when we're able to sit down and be like, okay, are you going to Naples, Florida? You know, are you going yada, 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 yada. So it's difficult. Shit yeah. falling through the cracks. Yeah. 
we need some more AI to help us out. <laughs> no, we'll get a we'll get a grip on the air pretty soon. Uh, but when not the holidays is over, man, it's like it feels like it is the most chaotic time of the year. You're trying to do a bunch of things towards the end of the year where most people are trying to take time off. You're trying to get send emails. No one's getting back to you. No one's answering the fucking phone. Mm-hmm. But it's never stopped anybody before, right? Yeah, you're trying to get sponsors. They're like, motherfucker, I'm over here opening up gifts for my kids. Yeah, right. You asking if I want to sponsor a Latino political podcast, bro? That shadow band? <laughs> she was a little high and a little intoxicated on medication. Uh, yeah, I'm on medicine. <clears throat> um, when did you start feeling bad? You said last week. A week ago when we were recording, I had to hit the weed extra times because oh, I just then. felt the sinus pressure. Mm. Yeah, that's when it kind of was starting. Mm. Then I think like the next day, it was one of those where it's like, yeah, I feel a little pollen in the back of my throat. Motherfucker. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, here, let's segue into a I'm going to get health insurance, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to get health insurance. I'm going to segue into a couple more stories here <clears throat> for today's extended end of the year podcast. So um, remember, you saw What is a Woman, right? Mm-hmm. There was a congressman in there. His name was Ted Lieu. He was the guy from California who I think was one of the first, if not the first, like openly gay representatives, right? Matt Walsh is asking about all the trans thing and the women and the and the, and the restrooms. And then finally his staffer's like, oh, the interview's over, right? Doesn't answer what it's woman, doesn't answer a lot of questions for Matt Walsh. Well, he tweeted out something uh, at Elon Musk about, so on Twitter, was it seven or eight? The one that dropped most recently, the COVID Now one? we're at nine. Are we at nine? <clears throat> yeah, bro. You, you got to keep up. It's been 24 hours. I, I guess I hadn't finished, I guess eight <laughs> is what it was, but it was all the COVID stuff. And Ted Lou. Uh, let's see. He tweeted out. Here, I'm gonna send this over to you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Elon fact checked him. He did. He did. Him and somebody else fact checked him. Right. So he shared this about why what he's sharing is that what uh, Elon is doing is misinformation. Links a study, and most people that if they see it, they'd be like, oh, okay. Well, Ted Lewis, he he's got some evidence here to call Elon a liar and needs to be fact checked, and he's spreading misinformation. Well, then there's another account. Uh, this one right here, that, that all they do is they, they focus on COVID and Georgia and uh, getting down to the truth. And they had stuff that was suppressed <clears throat> back in the day, last year, early this year. And it was all like CDC-sided information. So when Ted Lude tweeted out that article to uh, about kids and COVID and the dangers of it for them, mm-hmm. they actually, this account, it, what is it? It's, uh, what's the name of the Kelly account? K-J-A. Yeah, so Kelly K J A. Yeah. Kelly K J A. So that that Georgia specific account, uh, they were so accurate with their corrections that they had to go back and correct the errors from that <clears throat> that study that Ted Lou had tweeted out. So, what my point to all this is that you can't a representative tweeted something out saying that Elon's a liar. We got to dig into the story, and then when you dig into the story and in the in the study, well, now we got to dig into the study. Who wrote the study? What's the information in there? Come to find out, that study was bullshit. It's a lot of the uh, science. It's a lot. It's a lot of a lot of misinformation coming from the people who say we're right. Yeah, fake ass science. They fucking made up. Yeah. So uh, scientism. Scientism, man. The branch Covidians. You thought by now they kind of would have maybe gone away at least or made their way elsewhere, but they're trying they're, to. Kick they're still it. pushing boosters. I mean, yeah. <sighs> It's just a goddamn shame. But hey, what do we know? We're the crazy ones that have been telling you all this shit for two years. You know, we're the pure bloods up in here. The pure blood. Oh yeah, this is a uh, the video of Musk. I mean, to be totally frank, um, almost every conspiracy theory that people had about Twitter turned out to be true. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, if, is there a conspiracy theory about Twitter that didn't turn out to be true? Uh, so far, they've all turned out to be true. 
and if not uh, more true than people thought <sighs> crazy dog <clears throat> that's the world we live in you feel a little vindicated though don't you knowing that the things you were talking I mean, about at least you know we ain't like we like oh, okay we're not crazy right at the at the least at the very least fuck what you got i'm trying to pull up that tweet so i can retweet it uh you know what i'm talking about mm-hmm. uh the one let me see let me follow that person that tweeted it i'm looking for the elon video oh wow that same account gretchen 008 posted this meme where it's an iceberg right and the top of the iceberg says Twitter files. Under, it says Facebook files, Reddit files, Amazon files, Netflix files, YouTube files, Microsoft files, Snapchat files, TikTok files, WhatsApp files, Instagram files, Google files. Yeah, man. Everybody like, like that thought people like me were tripping at Thanksgiving. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The ones that were telling y'all, hey, man, this, this fucking Fauci guy, you got, oh, what? Mom, Uncle Pete. You know what I mean? Like. He's fucking talking crazy about our high priest of scientism, Fauci. <clears throat> How was the holidays, by the way? Would you spend it with any other family? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we were all over the place. We were all over town. It was all good? I mean, we were cramming things. Yeah, like we had to, um, we went to go see um, Marisol's side of the family. Then we had to like rush to church after church, rush to my side of the family, and then try to get home and keep these girls on some kind of a schedule where it's not like, oh my God, it, it's late. Oh, yeah, sleep schedule? Just in general, like bath time. <coughs> I'm going to get some health insurance, y'all. <clears throat> Lord have mercy. Well, hey, let's uh, let's play this one more video, and then we'll cut it short just because Chingo might lose I mean, his you don't got to cut it short. It's just tell a motherfucking friend, share this shit, because, I mean, hey, I, should I take a break? I don't know. I feel like I'm just in a vacuum. Like, the only feedback I feel that I'm getting is the people in the discord Mm -hmm. you know but hey you know it's just for a person like me it uh i don't know starts to get a little you start to just feel like well fuck man i ain't got time for the music shit like i ain't got time for this we gotta do this we gotta do that anyway when we work on a positive mental attitude man we'll cover that later this week i don't want to i don't want to resent this podcast is what I'm trying to tell y'all. So, hey, leave me a nice comment, leave a thumbs up, press share, because stuff, projects like these, you want to go into them like, like Chingo, it's not about the money, bro. It's not about how many people listening. It's not about that. It should be like something you enjoy doing. <clears throat> you feel like you're kind of, you know, it's, it's, you, you're giving back and people, somebody's getting something out of it. And I just don't know, I guess. I just feel like a lot of people are like, nobody's doing anything chingo elon done bought twitter they done they on twitter files nine don't nobody care it's not on jimmy kimball didn't say it so it ain't true and you're just mad because you still love trump and fucking yada 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 and you're canceled that's how i feel so going into 2023 we're going to work on a lot of uh, different things here for <clears throat> rpt studios and whatever this ends up being chingo blank studios a lot of other content but i do want to leave you with this random out of left field article that was resurfacing lately uh, it's from earlier this year all right and it's totally out of left field but what happens when you die groundbreaking study finds record uh brain first, activity yeah. <clears throat> during death yeah groundbreaking study first to record brain activity during death okay so any idea or opinion on what could be after and if it is if that's it like when you die um i haven't seen 
what they saw mm -hmm. when they recorded brain activity. Uh -huh. But regardless of what the body does in the physical form, that's like visually evident, mm -hmm. I feel like spiritually and what you can't see, um, it still is a mystery. So sure, it might be like, oh, they twitch a little bit, you know what I mean? Or the body, uh, there's still some nerve thing. It's like a, like the chicken with the head cut off or like, you know, they still fart. You know, they got a boo-boo one last time, even though they dead or whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I ain't no embalmer. But like, you know, I, I still have to believe that that whatever we see is limited to what could be and what else it could be. You know what I mean? So just like on your computer... You might see a desktop and you might see folders and you might see a little trash bin, but there's still a bunch of code and shit going on in the background. Mm. It's just your desktop is the avatar. It's just a visual form of the matrix. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a file folder, but really, it's really zeros and ones and files and shit. Recorded brain gamma waves during death were similar to those that occur during dreaming and meditation. Mm. Einstein once <clears throat> said, "It's uh, time is relative. That meaning the perceived rate by which time passes depends on the person and situation. For example, waiting on the clock uh, to reach 5 p.m. on a Friday can feel like an eternity, but the weekend usually ends in the blink of an eye. Kind of a heady. It's relative. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I don't know. Um, that's always, I yeah, mean. What if he said five minutes of getting done is going to feel like five minutes of you taking a dump? That's a, <laughs> it's still five minutes, but it's going to be a different. One of them feel longer than the other. I don't know if we can go out on a higher note at this point, Shingo. How, how long have we been on? Hour and a half. We're supposed to give them two, ain't we? We, we said we were going to give them two. I just don't know how you're feeling right now. <clears throat> I can't help that. It's just the yeah. nature of fucking being human. And um, if anything, we need to work on my attitude, if anything. Because, you know, I mean, I guess it's just you and me in here, but there really is no feedback. Yeah. But please leave a review, leave a comment, do something. Go like the YouTube. Subscribe. No te cuesta nada, wey. Go fucking like the. Subscribe to the Pinche YouTube. You know what I mean? Help us help you. Otherwise, what's the point? Who cares? Like, why am I doing... Well, who cares? Right? Nobody cares. Elon done already bought Twitter and ain't nobody doing shit. They done stole y'all's elections again. Don't nobody care. For the main part, for the most part, people more concern, concerned with sports and shit like that. Like, the you, Super Bowl's you, coming, bro. El mm -hmm. Super Bowl. I mean, think about it. What, what am I gaining... By having a bunch of people, friends and family, think that I'm fucking crazy. What do I gain from that? Uh, Th that I'm hard-headed and I'm fucking crazy and like, he's still on that stuff. I don't know why he, he's still going. They're already two years in. Mira, he barely has subscribers. He todavía anda con el barbón. Ahí se la pasan. Otro capítulo. Come on, Rod. This is this is where you supposed to hype me up, like at least you, at least you could say, uh, "No, nah, man, we've been right for the last two years, and it's all coming to life." We're right, right but nobody now. knows. We're right, but it's like they nobody nobody knows. How long has Twitter Twitter been in power though? How long has Twitter been the platform? Right? How long has Twitter been Twitter, where it's controlling the narrative, controlling the speech, controlling all of the flow of information? Uh, at least since 2012, if I'm not mistaken. So it's been 10 years. You got two on RPT, and you got... It's like a drop in a bucket. Four <clears throat> of a Trump administration, bro, really three and a half. Bro, they rather just go laugh at fools gone wild memes. That's what they really rather go do. I saw an interesting comment on Twitter or, or on a, one of the YouTube channels where, like, 
hey, you mentioned the Foos Gone Wild. Who owns Foos Gone Wild? Like, I never really thought we'll about it. Look into it. it. And uh, that, that, that somebody else commented to them, like, you should look into it, They're right? going to get found out. And mm. it's funny because people are definitely, like, coming to, you know, terms with some of the stuff <clears> that they were led to believe is just not true. The people who they thought they could trust, they can't trust. So it's, it's one of those slow, it's a marathon, not a race kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we, if we were able to take callers or if we had, like, an email set up where people can... Well, you that's know. one of the things we're going to talk about later this week. Like before yeah. the year starts, like I said, we had taken a break in two years and we're doing these extended episodes for Her Lounge and for RPT and we did a Kava Sita time so that, you know, this between, a lot, yeah. it's a lot, but between now and the first uh, week of January, like we're going to have certain game plans that we just want. It's all about, it's like strategizing and then implementing on that. But here's the thing, and I'll say it on there so that it keeps it even more accountable, is that if there's a plan, it's too easy sometimes, not just for y'all or us, but in general to let it fall to the wayside. Like if you put a plan in action, we got to prevent it from falling apart, falling to the wayside, right? What are the things? Like, how many variables do we all, we all have kids? Well, I have other things we have to do. But if this is one of the priorities, like, it has to take precedent, you know? Yeah, depending on what those systems are. Yeah. But hey, maybe podcasting isn't my thing. <clears throat> maybe those, so? I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess um, we have the RPT Studios YouTube where you have the short clips on there. Mm-hmm. And you're able to see a little bit of the... Uh, yeah, a lot of analytics. Yeah, all like, you know, if people are subscribing, commenting, I don't know. But um, let's see. Well, I don't have any of those episodes, any of these new episodes on my page, so <clears throat> so I don't know. But, um, you know, at what point do you quit? At what point do you just say, all right, well, we tried, man. We gave y'all two years, and we're going to do something else, and then hopefully... It's usually it might be like, oh, okay, well, they they fell off, they stopped, right? Mm -hmm. In my mind, it's like, no, we miss it, Chingo, bring it back. You know, that's the ego wanting the fucking attention of like, you, it was ahead of its time. We're ready now, like we're ready for the tamales with the red pill, and it's like, you know, at what point? At what point? Like seriously, like, what? At what point do we just cut it off? And we're like, all right, well, oh, hey, what happened to them podcasts, man? You don't do it no more. Nah, we gave y'all two years. What episode number we on? Like, <clears throat> uh, this is going to be like 268. Like, we're like on episode 268. And, you know. Ain't nobody got time to reach episode 2000, which, like which Joe Rogan for 12 yeah. years, you know? Become the number one podcast in his 50s, you know what I'm saying? And it wasn't spe- his shit wasn't spe- specifically political. No, it was, mm-hmm. if anything, it was super conspiratorial. It was basically Rogan, early Rogan was tinfoil hat before tinfoil hat. It was Conspiracy Social Club before Conspiracy Social Club. It was promoting the flashlight every episode for the first 500, 600 episodes. And then all of a sudden... 500, 600? Yeah. Well, hey, at least they got a sponsor. It was, you know, we've got some people <laughs> brewing as well yeah. in the in the chamber, don't you worry. Mm-hmm. But it's just one of those things. And if you're not a content creator or you've never had, like, operated a business, it's really hard to, like, think, well, how hard can it be? People, you know, will say stuff like that and think, like, no, you don't understand how much effort goes into anything, whether you're having an online business, a brick-and-mortar business, a content creation studio house. Like, it requires a lot of effort and requires a lot of people to support said mm-hmm. effort in order for it to continue going. But I think people are starting to see that. They're starting to come around to it. You know, numbers show it. It's just... When things are a trickle, you know, like I remember you ever been a part and of course you have you've been a part of something that like, like just explodes. You're like, wow, I had a hand in that thing exploding. Right. And then you try your hand at something else and you're like, this is going a lot slower than that other thing that exploded. Like what, what are the variables? Like, why is this going so much slower than the other thing? 
and then it kind of pops and you're like, okay, that took five years and this thing only took five months. Like, what's the thing? Like, then just, that's just one of those things you have to be able to accept or you do have to move on. Like if you can't accept that it's going to take longer than other things then maybe you shouldn't be swimming in that pool, I guess is the best way I can put it. But business, side hustles, uh, content, it's all the same thing. It's, you know, inspiration gets you started and discipline keeps you going. Mm. Yeah, and a lot of these, a lot of these political organizations and shit, they, I mean, you know, they were excited. I'm like, oh man, midterms and yeah. we got to get the Latinos riled up. And we're, boy, man, this is what we need. And boy, somebody just got to get behind y'all. Man. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, help us. Help us. <laughs> and for now, it's almost like they're trying to, they're trying to push that off as long as possible because everybody that's dumping money into campaigns or people or organizations, I mean, they want to, everyone, everyone get, they want to pinch pennies, right? Everybody wants to like hold their checks close, even though they have, let's, let's say we know some people that have the free reigns to just write a blank fucking check, but they're like, how far is this going to stretch versus this over here? And every cycle, it's going to be, we need the Latinos, we need the black vote, we need the Latinos, we need the black vote. And it's just going to be like, all right, who's next almost? It's like, it's kind of like, I'm sure you could liken it to music. Like, you know, they look at certain groups or certain artists, they're like, ah, are they about to pop? Do we, are we going to put money to them? Or is this group over here like bigger? Like, who do we go for first? And it's almost like you're in line. And even though this is as independent as it gets, like somebody has to want these votes. Somebody has to want this audience. And it's like, okay, what's it worth? Like, how, what, And also, what are we willing to compromise, right? <laughs> what's in it for the big guy? No, what's, right. <laughs> is it 10%? <clears throat> is it 20%? But yeah. You know, it's like, I, you know, I feel like I'm out here by myself calling out Latino Hollywood and shit like that. But hey, are there some topics so I could just run my mouth as this plane uh, crashes into the ground? We can go out in a blaze of glory. We can go out in a blaze of glory and be like, hey, man, them, boy, them last couple of... Them last few, boy, before y'all went off air. Check this out. <clears throat> Libs of TikTok. Go pay, I'll let you go. Go pay. You sure? Go pay, I'll let you go. I will pay, mister. Go pay. Please, I will pay. Go pay. Go. How much is it? Go, go. pay. No, please. Go, no, please. No, NYC shop owner takes matters into his own hands. Block shoplifter and forces her to pay. Go, go, go. No. No, you're not so it's those two men holding the door closed and that yeah. one lady. You wasting your time. Lock it. You wasting your time. Just go pay. Well, put it down then if you ain't gonna pay for it. You fucking liar. You have to pay. Go and never come back. That's all I need. You can take a picture now. I'm taking everything. When you pay, I will pay now. Okay, go pay. Get the items. What are the items? Mira. Girls, the jacket. The white one. No, the blue one. Blue, white, and this three. All five. It's three. One, two, three, four, five. No, I never had a white. Oh, the blue jacket. Blue jacket. I never had a white. Blue jacket. Go pay, give me your picture. Go. Okay. Why are you gay? Okay, your headphone, miss. Your headphone. Thank you. Dude, Jesus Christ. NYC, baby. There's a lot of shoplifting. The people that were in the blizzard shoplifting, too. I mean... In uh, Buffalo? In Buffalo, bro. Fucking crazy. I don't know if I can have a, a video for yeah, you. Yeah, people take advantage of the chaos, man. They like to get the loot and this shit. Yup. Uh, lives at TikTok. If you don't follow them at this point, I don't know what you're fucking doing with your life. They post some of the crazy <clears> stuff that <throat> isn't even edited. They're just, just sharing stuff. Tell your friends to follow that account so that they can then come back full circle to RPT and be like, you know what? Jingle was right. They're absolutely doing some of the craziest shit that's ever happened yeah. in the existence of this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how many followers does Libs of TikTok have? And then I'm just curious, like... <clears throat> right now, they have 1.7 million. 
And then they had get, they had uh, gotten kicked off Twitter for a while. Yep. And they're on several pages, right? Not just Twitter. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I think I think TikTok is where they started, right? I don't know. Yeah. Oh yeah, duh. Lives yeah. of TikTok. TikTok. And then or they found the the people the lives on TikTok and right. then they repost them. It was one of those two, but their Instagram or rather their um their Twitter is fucking crazy. I don't know yeah, if it's still the yeah. same one person that runs it, but yeah, man, it's a lady. Yeah. yeah they, they and they doxed her and um mm-hmm. and the left can't stand her because all she holds up a mirror and just shows like hey this is what some of these pre-k teachers are doing or these are how many zzer zim zims be doing or <laughs> or look at this fucking classroom or what do you do if you're if you walk into school and this is your kid's teacher and they're saying shit like this like just teaching about white guilt white tears white fragility all this ibram x kendi critical race theory crap on, on tim uh, dylan's one of his most recent episodes he was talking about this he's like look He's like, it's funny because he can be like, as a as a white, fat, overweight, fag, you know, who sucks dick, you know, on the weekends, who, you know, this, that, and the other. He just goes down this fucking dark, hilarious rabbit hole of rants where he's like, you can't have all these pronouns, all right? It's, we'll give you they, them, but we're not giving you Zzer, we're not giving you it, um, he just starts saying fucking words. And it's true, man, like, if, um, (laughs) if Tim Dillon is your voice of reason these days, you know society's on a bit of a collapse. Yeah, it's weird, bro. And what's trending right now, I'm on Twitter since we've been on it, uh, I'm just random stuff. Anyway, back to you. But uh, like George Floyd's trending again for some reason. Mm, was uh, it, was on, it like the anniversary? I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know. But it's just uh, the the World Economic <laughs> Forum's trending right now on Twitter. Mm. Maybe that's because of Twitter files. It's yeah. pretty nuts. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe the members of the Thea will... Um persuade me to like chingo don't cut it off don't like just give us one more year or something maybe they'll be like hey chingo you know we appreciate the show there's still a lot of stuff to talk about or like people getting it shit we're gonna be rolling into 2024 before you know it yeah i know but that's what i'm saying it's like is this it like you know what i mean we're just gonna end the year and be like okay we're gonna take a little time out we're gonna shift gears we're gonna focus on some other things you know you know it's like <clears throat> I guess. You know what I'm saying? Like, how does that feed into comedy touring? Mm-hmm. You know, like, uh, like even my boy Midnight, he was just like, man, you don't want no Democrats at your show? And I was like, bro, I don't care. I want everybody there. And it's like, okay, but, you know, you got to, you know, it's like people just get the wrong idea. It's like, okay, are you stand a comedian, you touring, but yet, like, what's the... Midnight, you can't talk about politics that, you know, might not be exactly what you believe, you know? Like, we're not saying don't come to shows, don't support things. If you feel that closely about it, that's on you, right? With plenty of musicians that I'm like, I really don't, I don't fuck with what you think, but your music still jams. I yeah. like your shows. I like your movie. Yeah, now Kevin Costner's a fucking, plays a Republican cowboy, but it's really fucking supporting Liz Cheney. His show's yeah. still amazing. I mean, I don't, honestly, in the show Yellowstone, I really don't know if he's Republican. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. He's a cowboy who wears a vest and a, and a hat, and he's like, you know what I'm saying? Like, in Montana, am I supposed to believe he's a liberal? Yeah, but I literally, but he's involved in politics, and I think he, I guess you got to watch it. He, like, plays both sides, and, you know. Depend- he's a politician, right? Yeah, something like that. But, um, uh, but anyway, yeah, that's. Yeah. Well, here, let's send him out with this. Let's send him out and any kind of uh, positivity here as we go into the New Year's Eve weekend. For starters, Play, be safe. New Year's Eve is one of the most dangerous times of the entire year. Mm-hmm. And give me ideas. Uh, what else we should focus on? <laughs> it might, it's so fake. You want me to tell them? You want me to tell them by in a positive way? I'm transparent. I'm honest. It's like I don't know. Y'all gotta let me know. 
y'all gotta let me know like nah chingo we just need one more year or like one more and i know we got members of the thea maybe they gonna have to keep it going without me i don't know i don't know <clears throat> maybe you i don't know rob maybe you can give me a pep talk yeah yeah it's definitely gonna have to <laughs> positive be mental attitude no now well on the air that way people could be like yeah if not we're gonna need ai's help to tell me <sighs> Like they're chingo, hang in there. Let me pull up the script. It's so much potential. Right it's almost like I don't know, dude. I we gave them two years. How many episodes again? Two sixty eight. People, I, it's still the select. Few, it's son los pocos pero locos. It's still a select few that are like, yeah, bro, we gotta watch out with these commies, bro. Or like, yeah, they're persuading people, or the media ain't shit. It's a select few of us, and they be out there and they be listening. You know, they be taking care of their business. They're like, yeah, chingo, man, keep 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 that shit up. But it's like. You know. Well, after Chingo sinuses have drained, I'll and, just play uh, dumb. I'm just play dumb and go back to just playing dumb and just be quiet and just delete my Twitter. Oh, so if you want to vote for that, leave a comment in the description or in the comments and just say, "Yeah, play dumb." Go back to playing. Play dumb, dumb and just take a break. Do something else. Podcast about other shit. Uh, use that extra time to you know some other shit. I don't know what the fuck. I don't know what y'all want. All right, fantastic. That was a great episode. Great way to wrap it up. That's 2022 in a nutshell. Yeah. And that might be it. And that might be it. 2022, that might be it. We'll see. We'll see what 2023 holds. Sign the fuck off. Happy New Year. We'll see what 2023 holds. Happy New Year. <laughs>